<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to StephanieMiller.com to find out how. Isn't it great how this jingle remains evergreen, Malcolm? Because Donald Trump is is and always has been and always will be a traitor. So it works no matter what. <laughs> He's striving <laughs> so hard to make it valid every day. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely amazing. So, by the way, let me answer a couple of questions. Yes, it is the brig. Thank you. That's where we'll be taking people. That's the who's gal or the pokey <laughs> for... Uh, for naughty sailors or people who do anything around ships. And second, you and I could go uh, solve that uh, bottleneck down at Port of Los Angeles. Uh, all we'd have to do is, uh, like you said, go down there and show some, you know, and uh, yeah. Yeah. both of us, I, I've got my management coffee cup yes. in my hands, and we know how to curse. By the way, that was uh, one of my favorite porns was naughty sailors. But uh, Oh, my God. What? No. no. You don't watch porn. I know. I'm just kidding. Hey, Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Fleet Week either. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't the Sarah Palin video? Hey, hey, hey. How are you feeling after watching uh, January 6th? Because I was saying I was struck by, you know, I, how um, it, it, clearly they're serious and clearly the vote is tomorrow, right? It's not, you know, as dragged out as people right. thought it was going to be. They are moving, I think, with, with speed. And, I, I, you know, I'm feeling more hopeful after yesterday. How about you? Sure. And it, it played out precisely as they said it would play out, that it would take to the following Tuesday. Uh, he defied them on Friday. Interesting point, and this is where uh, some of the, the top legal experts on the Internet, like Glenn Kirshner and Empty Wheel, have both said he actually had to defy it right. before they could do that. And he did last Friday, and they went right after him, and they've now got him squarely where they want him. For all the naysay, naysaying gloom and doom talk about there hasn't been anyone convicted of this since the Reagan era, well, that's true because there really hasn't been much of a threat since the Reagan era. Uh, the only question here is the Justice Department, now that the White House has removed all the protections from Donald Trump with regards to executive privilege, this is turning out to be a straight-up contempt case. And they, they will have to hold him in contempt after the vote is done uh, and forward it on to the Justice Department for criminal prosecution. And then l let's see what the smirky look on Steve Bannon's face mm -hmm. looks like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and also I thought Liz Cheney went right to it. Give, um, give me 16 again. Right. I mean, I thought she went right to it. It's not only she talked about called out the meeting in the war room at the Willard Hotel and, you know, yeah. Steve Bannon had knowledge of advanced planning, but then went right to this. Mr. Bannon's and Mr. Trump's privilege arguments do, however, appear to reveal one thing. 
They suggest that President Trump was personally involved in the planning and execution of January 6th. And this committee will get to the bottom of that. You know, I asked Jill Weinbanks yesterday, Malcolm, do we suffer in this whole era of this all being out in the open? Whereas Nixon was behind closed doors, like we didn't watch bin Laden and the 9-11 terrorists plan this in advance and have, you know, I mean, this is the difference. This was all planned out in the open. This whole terrorist, as you know, as a terrorist expert, expert, it was a terrorist attack. It was a terrorist attack. And it, and it's, it, it was all planned in the open. To, are we sort of just getting numb because this, is not, this was not surreptitious in any way? You know, I think the planners relied on the fact that they were doing everything out in the open to a certain extent, including meeting at the Willard Hotel. And I, we discussed this very early on after the insurrection that the, the real act here it was not just the people going in and breaking things, but whoever orchestrated the framework for the conspiracy to make sure that this happened. There was just no way that this was spontaneous. I was watching it in real time on the streams, on the video streams of the people who were the Proud Boys and everybody who were doing the fighting at the West and East east entrances to the building and it was clear everyone bought helmets everyone bought body armor this you know had to have filtered down from somewhere and uh you know and considering all the 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 incitement that was going on at the speech steve bannon's commentary the day before where he said you know things were going to be happening these these were very important indicators for the investigation the reason that we're finding this out now, and I got to tell you something, where I think we would have ignored it or where the Republicans would have downplayed it is if there was no commission. And then that's how Donald Trump does things. It lets things out into the air. It doesn't shock anyone, but except the, the people that already knew about it. And then it just dies in the news media stream. We have an official investigation which can hold people criminally responsible now that's what makes this different. Yeah. Well, and speaking of in the open, I mean, Steve Bannon, what's today? Uh, Tuesday, yeah. continued to promote no, lies no. about the 2020 election, ex- despite the fact he's in the middle of the contempt of Congress, right? Mm-hmm. He, in a significant portion of his war room, whatever the hell that thing is, uh, he, he, gave, he devoted the whole segment to the idea of the election being stolen. So they continue to do it. He went on to speak to guests about auditing the 2020 vote in Arizona, Utah, and Pennsylvania, uh, praised mm-hmm. his guests for preaching the gospel of the 3rd of November. I mean, the, the brazenness, right, that they've showed through this whole thing, right through the beginning with Russia, your first book, the Mueller report, just the brazenness of them colluding with Russia really in, in the open, Right up through this, right? He's still doing it. I got to tell you, and that's what's so amazing about Steve Bannon, is that this guy is an old school fascist, okay? And he's proud of it. He revels in the idea that you think of him as an enabler to a Mussolini, that he is going to, remember, this is a guy who tried to create a school in in Italy that was going to be the, the, the academy of political warfare gladiators, as he called them. And he was going to make a cadre of of trans fascists throughout Eastern Europe, Western Europe, and the the Americas in order to topple democratic governments. And he said it out loud. He sees himself, let me tell you something. A lot of people say Steve Bannon is more like Goebbels, right? He's the propagandist. 
No, this guy's Heinrich Himmler. Yeah. He wants to be the person who executes the policy and puts the most radical ideas in Donald Trump's head. And he is talking to the people who are going to send him money yeah. for all of this. He thinks he's going to go through the courts. The courts will eliminate this. He'll become a hero. And then that money will sustain him for decades. Yeah, yeah. I, they're all, all of them grifters. OMG, I am so excited about our new sponsor, Cook Unity. These are ready-cooked meals. You want to know my first six? Grilled mahi-mahi with oyster mushrooms and steamed rice. <gasps> Vegan rigatoni pesto. Four cheese ravioli with cherry tomatoes and spinach. Hang on. Climate-friendly chickpea and quinoa bowl. Classic salad nichois. Lemon-baked tilapia. I don't have time to cook. These, you just pop them in the microwave. Bam, you're done. Go to cookunity.com slash liberal. You will not believe the quality and the, the, the quantity of different of choices that you have. Whatever you need. Vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free. Free, whatever you love, they have a delicious dish. Cook Unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week. And it's cheaper than other delivery options. So delicious and no cooking required. I love that on work nights for me. Go to cookunity.com liberal or enter the code liberal before checkout for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code liberal or going to cookunity.com liberal. Um, Benny Thompson yesterday, Chairman Thompson said, when you think about what we're investigating, a violent attack on the seat of our democracy, it is shocking to me. Shocking that anyone would not do anything in their power to assist our investigation. It's a shame Mr. Bannon has put in this, us in this position, but we won't take no for an answer. Mr. Bannon will comply with our investigation or he will face consequences. I mean, that's the thing, Malcolm. It's, it, it was an attack on our democracy. I mean, how many people have made the analogy about, you know, the, the, the Al-Qaeda tried once at the World Trade Center. That was a training right. exercise. Then they came back. I mean, th this there has got to be consequences all the way to the top for this. I, it, 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 every, t every time I, re I hear more about it, I'm like, there's no, how can we just go, oh, well, to this terrorist attack on our country? Right. Well, you know, the, the media is partially to blame for this. There have been several convictions from the from the insurrection which have led to pl guilty pleas and years-long jail sentences particularly the ones regarding uh violence and firearms and all we hear about are the people who are getting misdemeanors it is not being and this is where trump gets his power right things that shocked and outraged us 10 years ago yep. one minor incident violation of the hatch act would have been considered you know grounds for congressional investigations subpoenas were considered serious things we have been so watered down through the shock doctrine of trump and the news media learning to not give a flip that that we're we're at a waypoint where democracy itself is literally under attack and half the the political parties in the united states don't care and then the news media won't find anything interesting about it when uh you know when when it when it involves Donald Trump, other than the fact that, you know, Donald Trump says something outrageous about Colin Powell or Donald Trump, yeah. uh, you know, s every day reiterates the big lie. Yeah. And as CNN and MSNBC are carrying the water, right, calling this out with some of the most people who were tepid a year ago are now boiling because they see yeah. this thing yeah. happening. People like Speaking us, of, of which, course, Col Colin Powell was one of them. Sounding the yes, alarm after uh, absolutely. after January sixth. Saw the threat to the, an existential threat 
to everything that he had yeah. ever served every minute towards. Yeah. And this is why we need to be re-energizing ourselves. We're one year out again from the potential end of American democracy. Right. You you know what, by the way, I Scott Dworkin said, just remember when Trump sends out grotesque statements like his about Colin Powell, he's speaking as leader of the Republican Party. They own this. Um, yes. One on that. And can I say you get me every time when you say goodbye to another service member where you just said, you know, rest easy. We have the watch. But do we do we have the watch for, for Colin Powell? I mean, Angus King yesterday said our democracy faces a crisis that requires action. Now is the moment to reach beyond region, beyond party, beyond self to save and reinvigorate the sputtering flame of the American idea. That's why we must pack, pass the Freedom to Vote Act. I mean, we are, as you try to tell us every week, in a five alarm fire for our democracy. You know, and. There's a way for people to, 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 to have some, you know, people ask me all the time on the street, what can I do about it? Here's one. If you're on Twitter, every time you tweet, I want you to put the hashtag democracy is in danger, right? Yeah. Or democracy in peril. Just something so that that trends high. Mm -hmm. Even if you're tweeting out pictures of little puppy dogs, put that in there. We need for people to understand. And this is, by the way, I don't know what it is with media. Many of my good friends are journalists, but if it's not a story that's in their face today of democracy being in peril, they don't seem to be able to carry the arc that yeah. this, this you know, you know, some countries are executing journalists. Vladimir Putin has journalists killed routinely. His friends murder journalists for him. Yeah. And so, you know, Washington Post putting democracy dies in darkness is awesome on the front page of their paper. But if you're not lighting the match and you're not turning on the lights, it's it's not going to help anything. Yeah. Most Americans don't know. Most Americans don't care. And you have to be the person who is out there with your hair on fire, doing the McShouty thing and saying, hey, this is serious. This yeah. isn't something to ignore and well, get them fired up about it. Since you brought up Russia, what do you think about the Deripaska raid? Yeah. Hello. So FBI agents uh, raided the home of Russian aluminum tycoon Oleg Deripaska, an oligarch linked to Trump's disgraced former campaign manager Manafort. And when I say linked, Malcolm, let's review from Malcolm's first book. Uh, Manafort is the one that admitted to providing internal polling data uh, to that guy. Uh -huh. Okay. With intelligence ties, Russian sure. intelligence ties during the 2016. So he, I'm sorry, Kalimnik, he gave it to Kalimnik, who gave it to Deripaska. I Deripaska. still, yeah, I, I still... Okay, I don't know what what a what do you think this raid is about, and b how is that still <laughs> just possible that I don't feel like we? I mean, that is all the collusion right there that we ever needed. That is direct collusion with Russia. Yeah, well, when you have one third of the country going, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, things tend to get messed up. Things tend to get blurred out, and because Robert Mueller did not go after criminal prosecutions of these individuals, let a lot of people off the hook and just took their statements. Uh, it didn't seem like anything. I suspect what's going on with Deripaska is multifold. I think, for one, the, the new Justice Department has evidence that they've had for years about Oleg Deripaska, his involvement with Manafort. Also, don't forget, this is the man who was going to give I think a couple of hundred million dollars to Mitch McConnell to build an yeah. aluminum smelting plant in his district. And suddenly McConnell was like his best friend. Yeah. This is a Russian oligarch who thinks he can buy American law. 
And I suspect there's a deeper story here. And this is why I'd recommend it if, if you guys don't follow Olga Lautman yeah. uh, on, or, or Julia Yaffe on Twitter, yeah. you should, because Olga Lautman runs Kremlin Files. Yeah. And she is, look, Deripaska has called her out personally. So yeah. he's cussing his, his head off today all over Russian Twitter, Russian Internet, yeah. you know, and actually called the FBI agents who raided his house Bolsheviks. <laughs> this is an ex-communist, an ex-communist turned capitalist yeah. who is now suddenly running into the wall of, of democratic law enforcement and calling them commies. Yeah. Ah, it's just sweet, sweet, schadenfreude delicious what's going on with Oleg Deripaska. But all I can say is this. I suspect this exceeds Manafort, exceeds Konstantin Kalimnik. I think it has to do with a lot more dirty money. Yeah. Uh, somebody out there needs, by the way, needs to come up with a meme of those FBI agents going into the house with a little balloon over it that says, where's Putin money at, yo? Because <laughs> that Deripaska cannot exist unless Vladimir Putin allows him to exist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, da. That's it. <laughs> See you next week, honey. Thanks. Appreciate Take it. Care. There he goes. Malcolm Nance.